Hi, I'm Asiel the Oracle, and this is Readings for the Collective. Hi, I'm Asiel the Oracle, and this is Readings for the Collective, episode 74. Thank you for tuning in. This is day 7 of our 21-day challenge. 21 days of no complaining for me. (laughs) 21 days of alignment. 21 days of acceptance and allowing. 21 days of trusting Mother Father God. Many of the masters and gurus let us know that life is about the journey. Abraham often reminds us that this is fun. We came for the fun of it. And although sometimes earth isn't so fun, we are now coming to understand ourselves as multidimensional beings, having a deeper understanding that we came for the data, we came for the experience and to gather the information. So from the highest perspective, it is fun because we're playing human. We are the fallen ones pretending to be human. Since there's only one I am presence active here, the one particle that replicates itself over and over. No one else is here, nothing else is here except us. So we must be God. We must be the I am presence experiencing infinite states of being since the I am presence set off to know thyself. So although earth isn't so fun sometimes, Hopefully we are coming to a space of appreciation for this earth experience because it is temporary. And we came for a very specific phase or cycle, which is the group of volunteers that would be the perceivers and observers of the transition into higher density. As I bring myself to the space, I do feel guided to speak about the sacred altar and creating a sacred space. This is a tool that we can utilize and implement into our experience when things aren't so fun. Since we are dealing with a polar existence here, meaning sometimes it feels good, sometimes it don't. But if we are the observer and perceiver of the self, the deliberate co-creator of our experience, this means we are keeping our thoughts, feelings, and emotions disciplined. So an altar is a tool that can help you practice your discipline. And as we are gathering here for 21 days in a row, those of you that are joining us on the journey, I love you so much and thank you for tuning in. It's not really a challenge for me yet. Ask me in about five days. As you know, I am very open with my practice of studying A Course in Miracles which is 365 lessons channeled from Brother Yeshua Sananda, Jesus. Today I am on the second go-round, and I am on lesson 298. So I have been following these lessons daily, as of right now, for 298 days in a row. So if I can't do 21 days, you know, something just, something don't match, something's not right. The only challenge that would come up for me in regards to bringing myself to this space is waiting till the very last moment 
to see what I'm inspired to speak about. As here, I had no idea what I was going to talk about. I knew I didn't want to keep people waiting, meaning I didn't want to release this episode too late in the day. So I just said, okay, I'm going to trust Source. Let me take myself to the space. And immediately when I got here, I knew we were speaking of the sacred altar. So let's bring awareness to our breath into the heart space. I send you all love. I hope you feel good. You can always set your own intention to receive the clarity or guidance that you are seeking. And again, if you are joining us on this 21-day challenge, I am so proud of you for bringing yourself here. It is a success each time we choose to be in alignment. I have always been open and honest with the idea that maybe I take things too seriously. Maybe I'm a little uptight and I need to lighten up. So although it don't seem like it or sound like it, maybe, I'm having a lot of fun on this episode already. (laughs) Archangel Mikael reminds me, life should be fun. It should be fluid. You should be flowing and carefree. And he reminds us not to take, take things too seriously because seriousness is a defense against the truth. And what is the truth? That all is well. We are one with our Creator, resting with Mother, Father, God, and we have fragmented into a physical experience for the purpose of gathering this data. So from the highest perspective, we always tell you, there is no problem here. And there is no solutions to seek. We are just vibing higher. As we have come to observe the transition into the more refined states of being, we are catching up to speed where our higher self and God selves already are, where they rest and reside. So in regards to creating a sacred altar, there is not one right or wrong way to do this. And on this episode, we just wish to clarify any distortions in regards to any pressure you might feel honoring spirit or practicing connecting with spirit and you can use an altar to do this so let us breathe essentially you are the sacred space it is you you are the holy child of god themselves you represent the christ to have full connection and the the goal is to have the recollection of your connection to source to be realized. So we create altars on earth for the fun of it. You don't have to win the approval of Mother Father God. There is nothing that is required of you. However, if you use your own willpower to stay in alignment and be the deliberate co-creator resting next to your creator, this can be a very harmonious exchange between you and Source. So what your altar represents is your clearest intention in the physical realm while you have come to know yourself as a spiritual being having this physical experience. And not even a spiritual being, you are all that there is. You are life itself experiencing itself. Yes, the idea of being spiritual or not is a distortion. It is not real. 
You all come from spirit, therefore you are all naturally spiritual. And the way you practice your spirituality is nobody's business. It's between you and Mother Father God. So however you decide to connect to Source is perfect and it is the correct way for you. So please use your discernment on this episode. Again, we are not telling you how it is. We're just sharing some of our, some of my experiences in regards to connecting with Source through a altar. We remind you first that you are the sacred space because in the most loving way, if you have not come to see yourself as an extension of Source, your altar will serve no purpose. It will, but unless you know your connection, what's the purpose of your altar? Meaning, some brothers and sisters on earth created an altar for the purpose to connect with Source, thinking you need to make adjustments or win the approval, and this is the distortion. So we don't ever want you to create a sacred space or an altar because you think you have to do this to connect with God. It is done. It is established. Source will never leave you. It never left you. You left Source to come into this experience. So do you see why we're, how we're taking the work out of it and we're leaving you with the fun of it? So if you're not creating an altar to connect with Mother Father God, what is the altar for? It is to recognize and affirm what your, what you call higher self already knows. That you are one with Source. And why would you make an altar? You create an altar in the physical realm of existence, what you call Earth, the attack against God. To sort of leave a spiritual sign outside of your door, you might say, vibrationally speaking, the higher realm, the angelic helpers and your spirit guides can see you when you do this. We can see you all the time. It's indifferent, meaning if you vibe high or low, we are always with you. But if you set a clear intention to align with your Creator and be a representative of the Holy Spirit, it's sort of like you spark, you glow. You get our attention, you might say. So as you have incarnated on Earth in this physical experience, an altar is a tool that you can utilize to remember with the five senses where you came from, meaning your higher self don't need the altar. It is the sacred space that we speak of. Your five senses needs the altar. So what we are doing here is we are distracting the inner child, you might say. It's like a child having a tantrum at the supermarket. We have used this example before, yes? At you as the parent or the guide, you would guide them down the aisle of least resistance, yes? You wouldn't take them down the aisle that has all the things they're going to cry for and want, yes? So you sort of distract it so that you can have a more harmonious experience while you're at the store, yes? It's the same thing. While you're on earth, you can give the inner child aspect of you, the part of you that throws tantrums and it demands your your attention instead of commanding. Yes, very... um, Not low vibrational in a negative way, but low vibrational in a sense the inner child forgot its connection to God, to Source. So it thinks it needs to act out and utilize the five senses to the ground, to be so enchanted with the five senses because it don't know the presence of Source here. So what the five senses does is it gives your ego personality identity the tangible proof, as you call it, in the physical realm that you are indeed connecting to Source, to God. 
And does the five senses need to know this? Well, it never can. Meaning, the five senses stops in the physical realm. You create the altar, which we will go into more details about, but you create your altar or your sacred space, which the higher self never needed. It's sitting in your connection to source, but your five senses now has a distraction in the physical realm. It's sort of what you call the placebo in a sort of varied way, meaning you're already connected to God. The five senses doesn't know it. It is in the illusion of being separate from source, yes? So when you create an altar, it's letting your five senses know you're connected to God. And since it can see it in the physical realm, it begins to believe it. It begins to calibrate itself into that state of being to be a receptacle or receiver of the love of Mother Father God, which was already done. So again, you don't create an altar for any work or rigidity. It's very fluid and heart-based. It's for the fun of it, for the love of it, for the confirmations and the affirmation to be affirmed that you are one with Source, which your higher self knows. Will your five senses ever know that you are one with Source? In totality, it would defeat the purpose and it's counterproductive to what you came to Earth for. To experience this illusion, this distortion of being separate. So you don't want to be fully realized in the five sense body. You think you do because your discomfort comes from the gathering of data. But as a multidimensional being, this is what you've come for. Yes? So we don't know from where we are if you will ever be fully realized while you're in a vessel. Meaning, unless you honor the non-physical aspect of what you are, you will always localize yourself on earth and be enchanted with the vessel and think you are separate from source. So the altar is your own creation that you sort of tease or soothe your inner child ego personality into the knowing that you are one with God. And from where we are, you never needed the altar anyway. You are the sacred vessel. You are the altar itself. You are the connection to God. Not the altar, not the crystals, not your sound bowl. Nothing in the physical realm is your security to God. You are the bridge. Your breath essentially is the bridge to Mother Father God. So now that we have clarified the purpose of an altar, which is essentially to distract the personality identity and to give it the tangible evidence, as you call it, in the five sensory realm on earth, that you are indeed, as you call it, spiritual, or you're connecting to God, which is already done. You're doing this all the time, right now. It is. It goes without saying, you are one with your creator from the highest perspective. You are the creator having infinite experiences as infinite states of being, which is what we all represent, the individualized aspects of Source. So if you don't have an altar already, maybe this is a good day to create a sacred space. And if you have an altar already, for the fun of it, towards the end of the episode, we will tune into a crystal and this will be the crystal that represents our soul family and maybe we can all purchase this crystal and add it to our altar to sort of connect us in this very special way. So see, we're having fun. This should be fun. <laughs> so if you have an altar, yes, we will offer to you a crystal. If you don't have an altar, this is the day to do it. And why would we speak about altars today? 
As we have come to the seventh day of this 21 day challenge, seven represents manifestation as your creator created, as you call it, the heaven and the earth or the skies and the earth in seven days and seven nights. So seven does represent energetically your ability to co-create and manifest to bring into existence your most dominant thoughts, feelings and emotions. So on this seventh day, we want to offer the idea of an altar so that you can come to this sacred space when you're not here tuning into this podcast. In your alone time, you could be in quiet contemplation and meditation, which will always calibrate you right back into this intention. As our only intention here is to stay in alignment, to back up and let Source lead the way. To be present and connected with the breath and the heart space. To know that you are one with God, yes. This is all the things that your altar will do. It will give you the evidence in the physical realm that you are one with Source, which your higher self always knows, but sometimes your personality, ego, identity needs the proof. And your altar can be that, yes. Your altar is proof of Mother, Father, God in the physical realm, as all things represent God. And as you create this sacred space to connect with your Creator, no prayer or intention goes unheard, meaning cause and effect on Earth. Every action is met with a reaction. You are causing the effect. So should you make the choice to connect at a sacred space daily to meditate or pray, which we have spoke about in previous episodes, In regards to meditation and prayer, I can't tell you what or how to be at your altar, but we can give you the tools that will set up that sacred space. Yes. In regards to what your altar looks like, and the symbols or tools that you choose to decorate your altar with that is your choice i will share my experience and personal preferences but it's only my opinion so please use your discernment like every episode only take what feels good i'm not sharing about my about my altar to tell you how to create yours or it's a, there's a right or wrong way i'm just sharing ideas you might say so on my altar i don't put anything there that refers to the five sensory world, meaning I have no photos or pictures, nothing that reminds me I'm on earth. I don't have any idols there either, no statues, no symbols or pictures of beings. I did used to wear my Ganesha ring, but if you're following on TikTok Live, you know I have felt guided to turn away from idols. I love our ascended masters, the guides and angelic helpers so much. But my goal is to connect with the Godhead. I want my deliberate, direct connection to Mother Father God to be my biggest facet and tool while I'm on earth. So with that, I'm sorry idols, I love you all so much, angelic helpers, guides and loved ones, but I want to speak directly to God. Right? If you are still in the phase of your life that you resonate or gravitate towards idols, beings, beautiful. They are all archetypes and they essentially represent the I am. They are all fragments of the one as we are. So Archangel Mikael is you in that state of being. 
do I still connect with Archangel Mikael? Yes, but I don't call on him anymore like I used to. I recognize our connection once he tunes in to my auric field, you might say. And the point that I'm at in my life right now, the guides, angelic helpers, and loved ones are just a thought away. So I don't need anything in my physical existence or experience today to prove to me that I am indeed connecting with the higher realms. I have taken that idea out of my equation and I choose to connect directly to God. So again, if you want statues or pictures of beings or ascended masters, very beautiful. Just please know they represent you in that state of being. Right? So if you gravitate towards a specific master or angel, ask yourself why now, as your understanding, it is a reflection of you. What is you trying to tell you? So yes, I don't put anything that's attached to the physical realm on my altar. I mostly have crystals. And is that physically focused? Yes, but crystals are sentient beings that can tune into non-physical consciousness, which is what the crystals in our own brain and mind does. So the crystal, although it is physically focused and you can hold it as an object in your hand, it does represent the connection to source while we're on earth. It's a reflection of what we are. As we are non-physically focused in a vessel, and the way we connect with Mother Father God is through the ether, non-physical consciousness. It's the same thing with the crystals. So the crystals represent you. I also have one of my oracle decks on my altar because I like the symbol on it. It's the Star of David or the Merkaba. I have a sound bowl on my altar, and that is essentially it. I have an empty candle. I don't know why I keep it there, I just keep it there. It was a seven-day candle, a white one, and I keep the empty glass there to keep my mala beads in, which is the beads I meditate with. So I also keep my mala beads on my altar. And that's essentially it. The altar, for me, is an extension of my state of being. So I'm always making adjustments. Just when I'm guided, I don't even know why I do it. I've just always done it. Where things get too in routine and predictable, I'll move crystals around. I'll go to every single one of my crystals and just shift it a little bit to make a tiny adjustment to be the indicator or confirmation that I'm in a new timeline. I'm in a new state of being. So I see my altar as the extension of me. It's like my mirror that lets me look at my higher self. Do I need the mirror to see my higher self? Well, not necessarily. We could go within, yes. But as we are honoring the altar, because sometimes life isn't fun, we are speaking of the altar as a divination tool that is fun. It's fun to go sit in quiet contemplation and meditation it's fun to deprive your five senses just for a while and to connect with the Mother, Father, God, to be in the presence of the I Am. And these are all things that the altar can help you with. They can facilitate your already established connection. And as you have been here on Earth in this time-space continuum, as of this moment, we have forgotten our connection to Source. Individually speaking, do you know you are one with Source? Yes. 
Otherwise, you wouldn't be able to find yourself at this podcast. Again, I am not for everyone. I share very specific information that I'm not even sure where it comes from or what I'm going to say. I just know that if people observe me how my ego self does, my five senses, people will think I'm crazy. Matters to me not. People will think I'm bipolar or schizophrenic. I've already been diagnosed. So I understand how this information can be received and in the most loving way, it matters to me not. This is why I tell you, use your discernment, take what feels good. I am not for everyone. So for those of you that are here, I'm for you. You have summoned me here. I have summoned you here as a soul family, as a representative of unity consciousness. I love you so much. So yes, in regards to how you maintain your altar, again, it's just my preference, but I will never show a video or a picture of my altar. To me, since the altar is non-physically focused, it can be influenced by people's visions or even someone to even look at it that doesn't have an intention of the highest good can sort of distort or bring residue to my space. Is that absolutely true? I don't know, but I feel like that. And I just honor and trust my feelings. I don't feel like I should share images of my altar. When people do that, I just cringe. I make sure not even to look. It feels... I don't know what the correct word is. I just know better not to look at someone else's altar and I don't want no one looking at mine. It's not out of fear. I have no fear in the world. It is out of my deliberate maintaining management of my alignment. I don't want to risk the chance that maybe some distortion may be guided or directed towards me because people don't really understand what they're perceiving. So if you feel like sharing an image or a video of your altar, beautiful. I think that's beautiful. We're all different. We're all unique. What's for you is for you. What's not is not, right? It's just not for me to share my altar in that way. Again, just my opinion and preference. So I'm just sharing how I interact with my altar to give you just a different perspective in regards to what it is. And whenever I sit at my altar, I immediately know that I command all thoughts be still except the voice of God. My altar knows that. I know that. I have sat there enough in repetition to come to the state of being where I know this to be true. So with that said, if you are just creating an altar or you don't sit at your altar often, please put me to the test, put us to the test. And if you are more deliberate in your discipline of your thoughts, feelings, and emotions, and you take yourself to your altar daily, and you make it a priority to connect with Mother, Father, God, you will calibrate yourself into the state of being that knows you are one with Source. And from the highest perspective, this is why we've come. The altar, it's not speeding up your process because all things are in divine time. It's just making sure you stay caught up to speed with your highest vibrational self. When you're sitting with your altar, that could have been a time that you're overthinking or worrying about the five sensory world, yes? So every moment that you bring yourself to the altar or every moment that you meditate and pray, 
as a vibrational being, you are soothing yourself into the state of being that's always been doing it, meaning you see your prayers as individualized. You see each time you sit down to meditate as separate. It's not. Every time you have sat down to meditate or pray, in all lifetimes, in all directions, in all realms of existence, are adding momentum towards the culmination of what you are, because you are the non-physical consciousness that was experiencing those states of being. You call this past life. So you only see yourself meditating and praying today. But every time you sit and connect at your altar, you are tuning yourself into all the times you ever sit and connect with Source. Because this is what you are. One with the Creator. As we come to the end of the episode, I do feel guided to share some final feelings in regards to creating an altar honoring your altar or your sacred space. Remember, it is you that is the sacred one. You are the holy child of God. There is nothing that you need to do in regards to winning the approval of your creator. It loves you so much unconditionally. And since you are so loved by your creator, you were gifted the gift of individuality to be able to pinch yourself off from your creator experience your own expression and deliberate creations it don't feel so good all the time because you pinched yourself away from source of course it's not going to feel good but you came for the purpose to be pinched away from source so you can gather more data for source So all is well, your altar essentially doesn't do anything except honor what already is, and your five sensory personality identity is the only version of self that forgot that, but since it is the gift of your creator, it's doing exactly what it was supposed to do. How else can you know thyself if you were all-knowing? You had to forget. You risked the chance of forgetfulness in order to be a representative of the I am because you knew that your connection to God was so profound and eternal that you would eventually find your way back to source. So that's what your altar is. Your altar is the indicator that you descended first and while you are having this physical experience that sometimes doesn't feel so good, you can be a disciplined and deliberate co-creator of your experience by managing and maintaining your alignment and that's what your altar is for to manage your alignment to allow yourself to be personally uh, personality based ego based to allow yourself to be the body go drift away from source gather the data and then bring yourself back to alignment that's the oscillation that we speak of so often So you are perfect and untouched, and from the highest perspective, your altar is not needed. But since you are having the physical experience, it is a tool that will absolutely remind you of your established connection. Just a few things to clarify before we go. First, good job if you have brought yourself to day seven. That is seven days of choosing to be in alignment and the deliberate creator. If you fall and you complain, it's okay. 
that's what life is. Get back up and try again. So there's no starting all over. You pick yourself up and start where you left off. We stay in the moment. We stay present. We're not seeking perfection here. We are seeking alignment. And to know alignment is to know that sometimes you're out of it. Yes, this is to be realized or to know yourself as a multidimensional being, as a vibrational being. So it is not our goal to stay in alignment on these 21 days. It is our goal to watch ourselves go in and out and do what we need to do once we go out to bring ourselves back. We are going to tune into a crystal now. We are using the crystal oracle deck. Crystals. The stone deck. 78 crystals to energize your life. I'm not sure who the creator of this deck is because their name is not anywhere on the box. But it's a very beautiful deck. With that said, let us choose a crystal now and see what comes up for the collective and for us. This can be a crystal that if you choose, you can purchase it and place it on your altar. And it will be a reminder of this moment, of our deliberate choice and decision to represent the Holy Spirit and the I Am by managing our alignment. Everybody breathe. The crystal that shows up for us is Jasper. Jasper describes a huge variety of opaque quartz stones, from Picasso Jasper to Mochite Jasper to Red Jasper. These earthly babies help align us to our core powers. The beings that might resonate the most with Jasper are air signs and city folk. The best place to put Jasper is wherever you are when you'd rather be barefoot, pulling vibes from the earth below. Think white sands, green grass, and a yoga mat. When to use Jasper. Use Jasper when you want to get back into your body after a stressful work week, a long flight, or a lit meditation session. The affirmation for Jasper is strengthen your foundation. And there are 78 crystals in this deck, and I feel like that is a synchronicity. That is so synchronized in regards to the altar. You use Jasper when you're trying to get back into your body after a stressful work week, a long flight, or a lit meditation session. Jasper sounds like it is the crystal that grounds us to Mother Earth Gaia as the anchor, giving us the free range motion of fluidity to be vibrational. That it keeps you grounded, brings you back to the body when you're drifting too far away. So what a very beautiful crystal to show up. There are different colors of Jasper. I do have red Jasper. Red Jasper sort of helps you get out of your own way. It works with the lower, it works with the lower four chakras or the lower um, pain bodies. Red Jasper lets you know you are safe. Wherever you are is home and you are protected. So if you know all those things, you can see why your mind and your thoughts would get out of the way. 
So yes, Jasper showing up. Um, very beautiful. With that said, thank you all for tuning in. I have been feeling guided to record some episodes later on in the evening. So if you are following the 21 day challenge and you notice I haven't posted an episode yet, check back later as I am being pulled towards creating a podcast in the evening. I'm not sure what that's about. Maybe the energy will be different. Nighttime with Ossiel, right? So um, I will absolutely bring myself here for 21 days in a row. And I'm so proud of you, those of you that have brought yourself to day seven. Buy yourself a Jasper as a symbol of your connection to Mother Earth Gaia, which holds you in divine perfection while you are having this multidimensional experience. It's the energy of the green grass of the yoga mat and the white sands, letting you know that you can stop at any moment and go within to connect with Source. And that's what your altar is. It is you choosing to deprive and stop the five senses in the moment and to recognize and to sit in the presence of God, to sit in the presence of love. Yes. <laughs>